The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Now, the thing that people want to know about their property is what's it worth, what will it sell for, particularly at the moment when we're seeing some incredibly high property prices around the Geelong region. So on the line to talk about this uh, element, we've got Ryan Thompson, who is a performance coach for real estate agents. Ryan, thanks for being on the program. Thank you, Mitchell. Really appreciate it. No problem. So that is what everyone wants to know, is that the first thing when a uh, potential vendor comes to you as a real estate agent and says, I'd like to list my home, they probably want to know exactly what they'll be able to get for it. Yes, exactly. It's it's the big question, isn't it? Um, yeah, every seller who wants to get their property sold calls in a few agents and you know every, everything is focused around uh, you know who's going to get them the most money and um, you know, who who sort of quotes the highest price and uh, unfortunately it's 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 a bit of a flaw because um you know the agents that that uh, quote high prices are usually the weaker agents that uh, that can't um you know explain or show them how they're going to get them the highest the market's prepared to pay through competitive environments so so yeah it's a bit a bit of a catch 22 to that question so when someone comes in, an agent, to appraise the property and says, well, I reckon we can get $1.1 million, and then another agent says, oh, we can get 900000 how does the vendor, the uh, person selling the home, actually try and make an informed choice about which agent to go with? Because I suppose they don't get all the information as to how the agent arrives at that figure. Yes, it's 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 the big big question because um, you know sometimes you know sellers get one two three four agents in and they you know their their prices can be you know have a huge disparity. Um, so obviously you want the the seller to be able to question the agent as to you know thank you for coming up with a price and that's all good and well, but where did you get that from? So so the agent should be able to demonstrate or. You know, give them indicative sales uh, as to why they've arrived at that price, or you know, you know where they think uh, that um, the property sort of aligns with with other properties that are sold. So, um, so that is fair enough, and and that's a that's that's a good gauge. Um, if an agent sort of comes up with with a figure that the sellers get really excited about, let's say you know you know one that one point two mark. Um, all the seller needs to say is, is uh, "That's great. Um, <laughs> I would love to get 1.2 for the property, but but where where do you get that from?" And if the agent starts to fumble and splutter and splurt, well, um, it's probably likely that they've pulled that out of the out of the sky um, and 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 don't have anything to substantiate it. So so in, instead of getting excited and going, "Oh, this is the agent for me because they love and." And, um, you know, appreciate my property. Just remember they're not the person buying your property. So they, they probably not the agents to go for. And what proportion of agents in your experience are qualified valuers? Look, it's actually a very good question. And it's funny you ask me that. I would probably say one or two percent maximum, um, are, are property valuers. Now we all know that sworn valuers go to university. Um, they do a three-year degree and they learn how to value property and it's based on a number of different things. Obviously, you know, per square meter. Um, it's also based on, um, you know, um, I, see, I suppose quantity surveying and, of course, um, 
you know, depreciation and things like that, that real estate agents are not just, are not trained and um, educated to do so. So all an appraisal is, if you, you know, dissect the word appraisal or, or look it up, it's, it's, it's basically an opinion based on fact. Um, so, so providing the agent is, is through providing the facts, um, the, you know, and, and, and substantiating that with, with a price, then, then you're okay. You should be okay to go. But, the, the seller should just be very um, cautious that the indicative sales that the agent has brought with are similar properties to the property that they are selling, um, because of course you know you, the last thing you want to do is 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 over over overquote and, and, and under-deliver. It seems that in our region, the property market is shifting quite quickly and that you look at uh, a place sold you know, one year ago and then you look at the same place sold again just one year later, a significant price increase. And I'd imagine even over the space of months, the uh, property values would change. So do you have much information? How do agents actually compensate for that, that shift in the market, particularly what we're seeing at the moment with the, the rapid expansion in population and people wanting to move down here from Melbourne? Well, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, the market is moving so quickly that that there, there isn't even enough sales evidence to 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 stack up the sales or to give indicatives. So, you know, there is there is a little bit of of um, I suppose guesswork or or um, optimism in it. But at the end of the day, an agent we're we're not as I said property valuers. We're we're property marketers and negotiators. And in fact, our job has been kind of narrowed down to marketing the property to get as many people through the property as possible, building personal qualified relationships with those buyers as to what their circumstances are, and trying to help them sort of make decisions, and then you know culminating that in a, in, in in trying. To create or time the sale so that so that the buyers make offers at the same time, or you create that competitive environment through an auction type process, and that will always bring you the highest and best offer because you know when buyer competes with buyer, and and in some circumstances buyer versus buyer versus buyer, you're always going to get the absolute best outcome. Um, but what we find if if agents have been too optimistic, even in a even in a rising market, they tend to to, to, to far overquote to to get the business because you know let's face it there's there's a shortage of listings you know there's um, you know inventory is very very low so they're gonna they, they you know the, the weak ones will 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 quote figures that they can't justify even in an in a in an overinflated market and then what happens is the buyers who would actually pay a premium for the property get turned away because you know they they just can't see value 2 300 grand more than 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 what the previous sales have been made so yeah it's it's an interesting one so finally, if you can't, as a vendor, just go with a real estate agent that promises they can sell it for the highest price for the reasons you've mentioned, what factors should people be using to weigh up which agent uh, that they should go with? Because it seems like uh, if you say you want to list your property, there's no shortage of agents that are desperate to work for you. Absolutely, Mitchell. Absolutely. Look, um, I would I would certainly be qualifying them on on strategy. What is the strategy? What um, how are you going to take the property to the market? Um, you know, if it's if it's by price, um, why and 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 ha- what type of pricing strategy? If you're going to choose a no price price marketing strategy like um, tender or or sale sale by set date or auction, why and and what experience do they have in those 
marketing and selling strategies. Um, I'd also be, you know, you know, questioning them, them on marketing. I mean, the agents that really, you know, go for big marketing campaigns are doing that for a reason because it's like going fishing. You want to, you want to cast the net far and wide and you want to, you know, create that competition and drive the price up. So I suppose the agents should have the ability to be able to discuss strategy and use every property um, in its uniqueness to be able to tailor make a strategy that suits not only the, the property but the seller's circumstances. You know, sellers. Some sellers um, have got a tight timeline. Some have got a, a longer time frame. So you know, different strategies could could suit them. And it, it's ultimately the, the seller's option as to which strategy they choose and what marketing campaign they choose. But you want an agent who can really go into dialogue and explain it to them because let's face it, not every seller sells their property, you know, every every month or every year. So they, they, they need to be educated. And I suppose I'd also be asking the agent, you know, what training and coaching they've had that year and, and I suppose how many sales they've made that year. I think those are all very, very important things that contribute to um, an agent being a, a really worthwhile and valuable agent. Well, thanks so much for being on the program. Really appreciate it. And uh, I think a few things for people to think about there as they go and sell their home. No problem, Mitchell. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you, Ryan Thompson, with us there, who is a performance coach for real estate agents. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.